check one, check two, how a wonderful, amazing, spectacular you. Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. And on this podcast show, I'm going to talk about I almost lost Lorenzo today. How, when, this happened the very today. I just told you the date today. Hi. Um, today is actually Wednesday. And I'm, I am a poor person. Who is very creative. The great thing about me is the great thing about being creative when you're in a hard situation, you'll make a way out, you'll dig a way out, right? That's what creative people do with our talents if you know how to do it. Um, there are certain businesses that, that straight cash on businesses. I currently drum on the strip of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, I do, folks, and so I thought it would be a smart idea since I went my cat, Mr. Lorenzo, Mr. Heartthrob, Mr. Lover. Um, when we met, and I'm going to make the story short, I was in love with him from the time he laid his head in my hand and rocked it, and he would not let it go. He would not let it go, and he was the only, because I adopted a grown cat on purpose, he was the only grown cat that was up and energetic like a kitten. Now, I didn't see that he was so intelligent, smart. I just seen the fact that he loved me. This the intelligent stuff, the, the talent stuff, it's a bonus for me. Um, to see a cat be so smart and so clever, uh, sometimes it's an advantage and yes, a disadvantage like today. I went to the park on Lamb in Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, for those who live in Vegas, you can look up Lamb, Parking Lamb, in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, you know, there's parks in Nevada, believe it or not. There's parks in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I was at. Long story short, I almost lost the love of my life, Mr. Lorenzo. I don't know what I would have did when I lost him last time. Meaning he hid in a building at a shelter where I was residing at. And he was hidden so well, no one knew where he was at. And he wouldn't come to me or none of that. But I get it. He was trying to survive. It was hot as hell. It's the summer. I don't blame him. He hid for a day and it came out the very next day. At least that's the story I'm being fed. I don't know if they tell the truth. Who knows? But the fact is, I went to the animal shelter, reclaimed them, had to pay a, a reclaim fee, I believe it, for 50 bucks, even though I paid 80 bucks for him, 80 something dollars. The point I'm making to you is, it wasn't, I wasn't happy or thrilled about it. Well, at least he got his rabies shot, you know. It's important to get rabies shots and, you know, make sure they. Well, I already took all care of all that. I just didn't feel like spending fifty something dollars, but I did because he is, like I said, when you love someone, you're not thinking about or considering, like, you're willing to make a sacrifice, you know, whatever the cost may be. So let's continue. <sighs> Mr. Lorenzo freaked out. See, you know what? I didn't realize that animals have a a psyche. And Lorenzo has taught me that they have a, a perception of some things that they've been through. A lot of them have anxiety issues. A lot of them have post-traumatic stress disorder. He has it. And I don't know what happened to him. But you know, it's something wrong when you adopt a pet. And he's literally fighting and shaking in his sleep like I've never seen a cat do. Um, it allows me to know he's been through a lot. But my, my MO is... 
motto, I would say, is when someone has been hurting, taken advantage of, abused, misused, look, all they need is love. I wouldn't know because that's been me. That's been my story. And for those who know about my life, my upbringing was very, very raw. Sound like, like 10 lifetime stories in one. But anyway, let's get off of me. Let's get back on the love of my life. So I guess I'm unsuccessful at love. I've been married. Okay, I'm being honest. You're welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. By the way, if you'd like to become a subscriber, you can tune in and subscribe for 99 cents and up. Any dollar amount will do. Thank wonderful, amazing you. And thank you those who've been supporting me. So let's get back to I almost lost, lost the love of my life, Lorenzo. So, um, like I said, I've been married before. That shit didn't work. Uh, I think when you call yourself being in love, you, I mean, well, for me, my brain was all off. Because I did not see who he was. And let me get off of me. It just, it, it was successful. I'm 41. I still got some years left. God, God willing, you know. So, that, that decent man that comes to my life, I, I'm ready. I just don't know where he at. I keep finding the complete opposite of a decent man. So, long story short, let's get back to the events that happened at Transpire today. Lorenzo freaks out when the wrong person touches him for some odd reason. So he freaked out today. A little boy tried to grab him. And he was on a leash. For those who don't know, I, my cat is trained and he walks on a leash and without a leash. He wasn't having being in my control. He yanked the leash and yanked the leash. So instead of me holding on to the leash like I normally do, I let go of it because I didn't want to choke him, you see. I'd rather for him to be free than him to lose his life yanking from me. You see, that was like my logic. He leaped so high. He was over me. He was way up in the air. I am five foot nine. This cat was over me. And then he landed and he kept running and he went over a hill and he kept running and he looked at terrified and it hurt my heart because I know he's been through some stuff. I, like I said, he used to shaking and like fight in his sleep, literally. And I used to, I used to be crying for like a week or so, freaked out that someone or somebody's hurt him and he's still dealing with that trauma. Yes, animals have tragedy to have tragedy and have drama too. So long story short, Lorenzo showed me he could leave his ass off. He was over, well over my head, flying in the air. When he jerked from me and I let him go, he lit way up in the air, all his paws was up, and then he landed on all four of course you know cats do that. And he kept running and I, I, my cat really did love me. I will say this, even though it, that's really spooked me out to see him like that. Um, thank you. Welcome to come to the podcast show on me almost losing the love of my life. So, <laughs> Mr. Lorenzo, my cat, my meow friend, my almost too smart to be a cat. I just joke about that a lot, but he really is very bright, very clever. He kept running, and so I grabbed my stuff. And um, told the people goodbye, the ones who had the little kid that was grabbing Mr. Lorenzo. Because he wasn't having that shit. And I walked off, and I had treats, and I was calling his name one time, two times, three times. By the third time, the fear that he may not come back to me was in my head. It was sinking in. The fourth time I called him, wriggling the, you know, the treats, 
he looked, he came behind a gate, a brick gate, and he looked right at me. He knew it was me. He knew it was me, y'all. And looking like, hello. And then he went back behind the gate. And then when I, once I went around, it was a residential area. Like I said, it's a park, it's a residential area. Um, it was like a, a walkway. When he was literally in someone's park parking lot. <laughs> Someone, it was a house. He was just sitting there. And he looked at me. And he waited for me to get him, even though I offered him treats. I said, here you go, baby. And he looked at me. And he ate his, tr- at first he didn't eat him. Then it took like two seconds. And he, he loved Temptations, y'all. If you got a cat, yeah, know what I'm saying. That's a Mars company, by the way. If y'all didn't know it, that the candy business got to the pet business. Genius. But anyway, the treat business, very genius. Like if you're trying to tra- train your pet, treats is a good way, the good reward system. I'll call it a bribery system, okay? But let's continue. So, how you think I taught a cat how to walk on a leash? I got a cat that loved to eat. It won't stop eating. So <laughs> he acts like like no one feeds him. He eats literally all day. And he's really small, too. He's like maybe 12, 13 pounds. So, continue. I, he let me pick him up. See, he could have ran off and kept running. I'm very grateful that like one of the kids, if the neighbor had kids, whoever house he was at, uh, the parking lot he was at, uh, didn't take him in or, you know, because people do stuff like that. And my cat just literally waited for me. He squatted down way to think it's this motion that he does with his body that um, I got to pick him up. And I picked this boy up. And I've almost, I'm holding in my tears as I'm telling you this because I told the Lord that I would do the best I can to take care of this pet. And I didn't really realize how traumatized he was. So I'm making it a rule. Don't let everybody touch my pet. I thought it was okay because it was a kid, but he didn't see him coming. Therefore, he he was trying to pick him up, you know, being a little kid, being friendly. He probably was going to squeeze him. I don't know, just, you know, I guess he had some kids squeeze him. Because I noticed he run away from kids. And I said to myself, this is the logic of me just wanting to, just thinking the future. Future, future. If God blesses me with a decent relationship, and then we actually have kids, I plan on having Lorenzo. And I hope he don't get upset at me about me being a mother. But I said, no, he'll be a part, he or she, whichever I have, will be a part of me. So he'll love that child. I'm pretty sure of it. Because um, I plan on like raising my kids for pets. Because I think it's something that does something very healthy to a kid's psyche. Anyone else out there, pet lovers? That if, you're, if they're raised with pets, that they learn to be nurturing to someone beside themselves, besides their, if they have siblings, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you my perception, and it's really fun, like, I'm thinking about when I was a kid, how fun it was to have a dog, a cat, or both, or multiple dogs, that was fun too, but, um, this is my adventure that I had to go on today, um, I just had to learn to stop letting everybody touch my cat, so I almost lost the love of my life. This is Almost as Love for My Life podcast show. And if you'd like to send me comments, text messages, or voicemail, you can do that here on this podcast show. If you'd like to share this show, you'd like to become, again, a subscriber, thank you for those who are supporting me. Thank you, thank you, and thank wonderful you. And thank you for tuning in. This is Almost as Love for My Life podcast show. Over and out. Maybe. <clears throat> Make this short and brief. 
good morning everyone this is um i feel like i'm having a nervous breakdown podcast show i'm your host tamika michelle newell and what i'm going through is a lot go from having a place to having no place to live currently two years of even though honestly where i stayed at was the projects Parkview of Collingswood? Look it up, Parkview that property, Parkview Collingswood. They lie to everybody like they do because they want to suck up your money. This is in Collingswood, New Jersey, um, where I stayed at in Building D. It's the worst part of the property. It was a war zone. People were getting killed, and I stay in constant fear for my life. Um, even though I don't do drugs, but I definitely lived in a building that sell and did drugs consistently. And people got shot and killed all the time. So you get understand my fear. So I love, even though my case manager didn't do what I felt like was her job, but instead she howled at the situation, meaning me, instead of the program. Anyway, so I no longer have a home. I had a business with my art, and I fight hard to have a desire to create. Um, and in that, the great thing about that is that I am creating in ways, and in ways that I never even dreamed I could do it, like drawing and sketching. I never ever thought I'd do something like that. And I'm right now in the bathroom and I'm trying not to cry even though crying is healthy I'm trying to be strong for me and I am a pet lover I am a pet parent and um, my life just seems like it just so effed up even though I have someone special in my life right now but I don't want to make things harder for him and complicated for him because he have enough issues I don't want to be a burden and and I'm not think I am oh god but I feel like I am because that's how everyone seems to treat me <sighs> suffer him suffer him I'm a good friend and um, I'm just trying not to throw myself down before it starts screaming uh, but I am still positive, sounds optim- optimistic, and I look forward to this part of my life being over. And maybe I'm supposed to learn something, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why I'm in this and how can I actually find joy in this presence of insanity. This has been a I'm having a nervous breakdown pocket show over and out. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is a Tamika Michelle podcast show. Hi, wonderful, amazing, spectacular, wonderful you. It is your host. Welcome. Come on, bring your ear closer. Tamika Michelle Newell, and I am up. (laughs) Wake up. I am up, and I'm calling this podcast show 
women are something we as women are spectacular so i'm gonna say spectacular women i'm talking about y-o-u why because it is you why because you can be you let's not get confused we all got problems <laughs> we all have issues let's, let's keep it honest for a second but at the same time that it does not define who you are as a woman do you hear me it does not define your power it's not define your strength matter of fact it shows your power i want to share this podcast show with you because i'm out here out here in las vegas nevada right now just thinking 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 how can i inspire my women how can I inspire my spectacular women and put the light on some of y'all? Y'all have been doing some hard, sacrificing things. If you're a mother, what's up? If you're not a mother, what's up? That still doesn't change. You were a woman before you had kids, and you're a woman after you had kids, okay? Matter of fact, it's because you are a woman, you were able to have kids. You had that special gift. God bless you. But you know what? I don't have any kids. And you know what? I'm still spectacular. Because I am still the... I am amazing. And if anyone else think anything less of me, that's their problem. You know what get on my nerves? I'm going to tell you what get on my nerves. People love to share their fucking opinion with you and try to conform it to yours. Listen, people. Ladies, do not listen. Spectacular women. I'm talking about YOU, the one who's listening to me right now. All of you. Welcome to my podcast show. This is your host, Tamika Michelle Noor. And I'm talking about the struggles and the fights to stay afloat. I'm homeless, folks. I'm a fucking artist. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm fucking spectacular. How do I know it? Because y'all let me know this. When I don't believe in myself, I want to thank all of you wonderful, magnificent, spectacular people, male and female, who's been letting me know they are amazed by my work. So thank you. Thank you. You won't let me give up. Then I have depression issues, y'all. I say we got issues. <laughs> I ain't denying that. I think a strong person that really faces the truth about their issues okay i have depression issues sometimes i have suicidal ideation yes i admit it and that don't make me weak that makes me stronger anybody else got suicidal ideation post-traumatic stress disorder because i am one of them out of many it's not a curse to have to know your mental disorder okay it's a curse to pretend like this shit's not going on and then when you have a nervous breakdown you wonder fuck why because we're not taking care of ourselves look let me just take a pause in a moment for self-care self-care is important ladies hey self-care is important my amazing spectacular woman i'm talking about why oh wonderful motherfucking you i'm talking about you i want to encourage you if anyone told you how spectacular you are hell if it's only you that's saying this shit you know what that's the only part that matters people can tell you and kiss your ass all day and tell you what they think of you but until you believe it that's when it becomes real so you got to be your own best friend i hate to quote kanye west but uh, he was right you got to be your own best fan until you make it whatever it is you're trying to make it and you know what if you haven't pat yourself on the back pat yourself on the back if you have rewarded yourself reward yourself i'm out here trying to get off these streets with me and my cat and i'm about to leave i am about to leave people have been warning me and giving me stuff and i mean i had a good dinner and people just love my lorenzo 
And not only that, but my music is pretty phenomenal. And I'm just listening to I Am Superwoman. You know, I think about all the things to us as women, the things that we sacrifice from our bodies to our minds to our, our careers to our entrepreneurship and many things that we have put on the back burner for whatever, whatever, whatever. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I've sold 488 pieces of my work, okay? I've sold 488 pieces nationwide. Why? Because I am spectacular. I am superwoman. I am irreplaceable. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm brilliant. And I'm not ashamed of it. I got to tell myself, I get tired of being around people who you gotta dumb yourself up for because they can't shine like you they are not like you from inside and out they can't shine like you this is why <laughs> some of y'all don't make it it's like crafting the bucket effect soon as y'all go up you got some people pulling y'all asses down this means you may have to cut some people out your life i'm just saying if you ain't got people that's that you can feed off of, y'all feed from each other, then you got a waste of time and a problem. I'm just saying. So my spectacular women, my spectacular women, every inch of, and you know what, y'all, let me tell you something. We all are not Marilyn Monroe. You're beautiful, no matter what the fuck people say to you. You're beautiful inside and out. Now, people can hide the inside only for so long. Your character tells on yourself, gotta tell you. So let me tell you something. I have learned in life that all women are beautiful. Yes, you are. I don't care where you fall short at. You matter. Your life matters. Your body matters. And what you feel about yourself actually matters. This is my my Spectacular Woman podcast show. So whatever it is that you are denying yourself or believing about yourself, the time is here. The time is now. You're not going to get the time back. Don't waste your time trying to be somebody that you're not, what you're not created to be. Okay? Whatever it is. People make so much emphasis about what people say about you. It's what you say about you that matters. That's what they call it self-esteem. It's about yourself. A lot of us can't look inside of ourselves. Too busy outsourcing and blaming everything. If it be your kids, if it be your job, if it be your business. <laughs> Not taking the time out to do self-care. And literally look on the inside. It's like having a mirror on the inside of us. Once you really pay attention who you are, can't nobody tell you nothing different. Once you believe it for yourself. Not because other people tell you. No, that's not enough. You got to be convinced. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible. I know I sound preaching when I say this, but... This says, it says this, study for thyself approval. Self-approval. Yes, self-approval. Study for thyself approval. So I'm talking about you studying whatever it is about yourself to prove that you say you're right. You say you're brilliant. You say you're a motherfucking genius. It can't no one tell you nothing different. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Spectacular, amazing. You, woman, women, woman. We are spectacular. Look here. It's not based on what you got. It's what you know who you are and work with it. Some of us have a talent of something out of nothing. Well, all of us are something, but sometimes we literally have nothing but our, our wish, a dream, a vision. Honestly, that's your faith is literally the only thing that you need. It's like the water onto a plant, literally, so it can bloom. That's all you need. Take one step. You see for yourself. So, me, who's a nationwide photographer seller, can tell you 
that I know I can sell, I can work hard. And you know what, can't nobody tell me nothing different. I admit it, when I'm going through my spousal depression, I think something else. I woke up my cat friend over here. Uh, he likes to get all this in their attention. His name is Lorenzo, <laughs> and he's like a circus animal. For those who know Lorenzo and watching him, you see what I'm talking about. He's really smart, really bright, and very loving. Yeah, he just wanted to come up here. But I wanted to take the time out just to recognize you so you can recognize it within yourself. Recognize your greatness, your strength, your motivation. I'm talking about wonderful you. Forgive me if I, you know, sound a little too dirty with the cuss words, but I need to catch your attention, ladies. <laughs> you know, instead of we, us getting distracted with other things and and then we hold that as a self-worth thing versus we know who we are. See, it's one thing to earn something. It's a whole nother and then achieve something. It's a whole nother thing where you know who you are for yourself. You are a blessing. You are a gift. You are a treasure. You are a joy. If you have anything up in your life that tries to tell you and discourage is anything else, it's a waste of your precious, irreplaceable time. I just want to say irreplaceable time. Irreplaceable you. Do not let people, circumstance, and situations do that to you. I'm about to leave this trip tonight. I made what, well, this morning. I made what I said I was going to make a little bit more, and I'm good. So this is a spectacular podcast. You ladies are spectacular and you have the opportunity to subscribe to my podcast show. And you can do it for any dollar amount. And I thank you for all those who have been faithfully subscribed to my podcast show. This is Spectacular Woman over and out. Check one. Check two. How are wonderful, amazing you. Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. On this podcast show, I will illustrate reasons my confusion, so I'm going to call it my confusion, reasons why I am choosing to consistently go back into the art industry and how I've been stretched and to do things I never thought I would do, like I'm not a sketch artist. For those who know me, I do photography, I write, and I do music. Yes, I drum, and I do pretty well at it. The point I'm making is very simple. I've been so distracted, and I've been, like, um, really having a hard time producing work and selling it. Uh, What's the hard time? My current situation is I need to find a job. And, um, I mean, I'm not trying to say a job would save you because my intention is to work as well as have a consistent cash, hands-on business. And there's nothing wrong with that. Anyone else feel the same way? Cash, hands-on, mean you have cash every time you play, every time you create, every time you sell something. It's cash, hands-on. And I like the way that sounds. Anyone else feel that way? Good. So, what is the thing? What's the issue? Well, I've been a fear. One word. Fear has been the thing that has subjected me to and distracted. And depression has been really kicking my butt to a point to where I don't even know how many times a day I cry. Confusion. I cry in tears of sorrow. Sometimes it's tears of joy. And most times it's tears of, of pain and agony of going through this rough life that I feel like I'm forced to live um, 
because I don't want to go to hell. So suicide for me is not an option. Um, so I don't do it. And then I, I have this amazing pet, and I, I'm starting to gain friends in Las Vegas. Imagine that. So, um... I find different reasons why I should create art and why I should be living. And I actually have friends in other places. Hey, Tanisha, if you're listening. <laughs> but in my confusion, I want to say I feel like there is other reasons why entrepreneurs and people who do work for other companies um, go into that type of business is beyond the monetary. Um, it's make the reference of the most important part your own joy your own stability your own happiness well i love jersey i love a circumstance situation that had plagued me for two years a little for five years for two years um i had low income housing it's a cute word for the projects i stay at the park view of collingswood where i endured i got bit by a rat that was fun no it's not i have a permanent um scab on my lip for my face was half my face was swollen and I had to be rushed to the ER not once not twice but three times and I got my antibiotics to take the swelling down it took three weeks for the swelling to go away it was looking nasty I hated going anywhere because everybody's eyes is all on that shit so I wonder what happened so I actually experienced something that a person who's normally sleeping around rats it's normally outside. I endured that at this Parkview of Collingswood. Parkview of Collingswood. Um, living in New Jersey. I love Jersey, but I'm going to tell you, for those who know I love Jersey, but I can't stand the things that I endured. It's just being bit by a rat. Um, living with people that did drugs and was afraid to sleep and live in my own place. I was afraid to even open my own door because I didn't know what the hell they was doing on the other side because I had keys. I had a, a person who did drugs and sold them. And long story short, she was definitely a person that belongs in some type of rehab center to get real help, um, not in no regular residential area. And um, it was like people were shocked when they found out she got a roommate. When I said her name, they were like, you live with her? It's like it was a giant practical joke. And I wasn't aware that she was selling drugs, but I was aware that her and her so-called friends, her hot buddies, were eating my food or stealing stuff from me and waking me up 4 o'clock in the morning hollering and screaming and doing whatever the hell they were doing because I stayed in my room the most of the time because I was scared. No one likes to live in fear. Then I found out, unfortunately, that the neighbors uh, who knew her they know each other from drugs and they all used to be up inside there to a point to where the neighbors would literally harass me and they can hear what part of the apartment I was at and would say, oh, she's in the kitchen. Oh, she's in the bathroom. Oh, or she's in the bedroom. They knew exactly where I was at, you know, because obviously they've been there a couple of times. The point I'm making you is very simple. I was losing my damn mind in New Jersey. I have to be honest with well myself first. So I made a choice. I knew where Las Vegas was at. I survived in Vegas for eight years. I love Las Vegas because of an ex-husband who wouldn't leave me the elf alone. It's been five years. I like to think the man has moved on even though I have seen him out here. And he looks even worse, far worse than when I benefit from leaving 
um, the state. So, and it's getting cold right now, and I'm not making fun of New Jersey weather or my home state. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, so it's snowing already, and it's this stuff that I don't miss, okay? And it's raining in Jersey and thunderstorming already, too, and it's getting colder, and it's just stuff that I make me really blessed that I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada, and... I get so worried spending money on these hotels, motels, that I literally, it's like I live to pay motel fees, hotel fees, and I haven't figured out how to get out of it just yet. And then when you ask people to help you, it's like they help you their way, or they don't believe you, because maybe because they've been hurt a couple times before, and, you know, they don't know how to trust people. You know, they, they come at people like, you know, like, um, the under investigation sort of be BS, you know, and I just want somebody to believe in me. Maybe um, I'm crazy for that, but I, I know what I need, and I need that. I need someone to believe in me. If I'm going to give to you, give to me. It's only fair. So I'm trying to learn how to have relationships that's profitable, meaning having relationships that will benefit that individual and you both of you not just a person being completely used as a dumb dumb um not not knowing like what they really all about not knowing that um they're just using you i'm used to that abuse crazy have it's not a real relationship they're just using you they call you a flunky they call you um not nice words that let's just say it's words your mama didn't name you okay so long story short i chose to go back into my art because i'm really great at it have y'all been looking anyway the point i'm making is i'm really excited about this um this is the week that i am making it priority to go ahead and produce the, my cheapest products which is my four by six i am selling those for ten dollars for refrigerator magnets and that's locally for those who want to buy my work and they're not in nevada i have to add uh probably a ten dollar shipment on it sometimes six seven dollars it depends on how much it weighs these are magnets so they're not that heavy so the point i'm making is i am not giving up my art and if you are really good at something and you actually found joy in it and you get to share it with the world i think you should um, do yourself a favor and your community which it stands a favor and share it with the world because you don't know you yes you who listen to sound my voice at the confusion podcast show thank you for coming and by the way you can become a subscriber yes i'll support me that'd be great um you can do it for any dollar amount at this podcast show and i will feature this today later on this evening this friday so long story short what do you do what type of art do you do and if you're tempted to quit why are you tempted to quit this has been a tamika michelle confusion podcast show over and out check one check two how are wonderful spectacular you welcome to a podcast show. I'm going to call this podcast show Hard Knock Life. Homeless Life. I'm currently in. really excited because I'm about to start work next week. Really sad because I need to be somewhere 
you know, my first paycheck, meaning let's say being somewhere, I mean actual a place to stay. It's cold outside, it's the middle of December in the desert, and sometimes it gets really cold, and all this week it's supposed to be cold, unfortunately. I want to get up enough money for Monday, Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday. It depends on how much I can make. I want to thank everybody who's been supporting me and being there for me. Because sometimes, I have to admit, a girl like me feels like one of the reasons why it's just the shadows of doubts and challenges. Like, I'm challenged to believe that I matter sometimes. And I know that's weird to even come out with that train of thought. And I fight it. I fight it because I'm in this situation. You think I am a horrible person, but I'm not. I'm just poor. That's it. I had a job. A business. I can't say it was the most successful business, but I sold 488 pieces. Just really cheap. Of my photography, it matters to me. You know, no, no amount. Welcome to a I'm Poor, She's Homeless podcast show. And on this podcast show, I'm in the bathroom, um, getting me cleaned up, getting my pet cleaned up that I refuse to put up for adoption because he's so special to me. I don't have any family. Maybe y'all have family, but I don't. I don't have, and that's okay. Um, this is just the life that we're living. I have relatives. I don't have family, folks. I realize the difference between that, and I don't have any family. It doesn't, like, pull me, pull my mind. Yeah, it's, it's getting real. These sound, sound effects are going on. Thank you for hanging in there. Um, and I wanted to say this about the homeless community. I want, they're not hopeless because they're homeless. I still have hope in my heart. I still have faith in my heart. And I know God is real. And I know God is real. And he would not, um, I will not resist not to thank him for all that he's doing for me and that he's doing for other homeless people too. This has been I Am Homeless one-on-one podcast show over and out. One, two, three. It's me. Hi. Welcome everybody. This is a Tamika Michelle podcast show. I'm going to call this podcast show, I'm Awake, Why I'm going to make a reference to. I don't know you. I don't know every ear that's listening. Thank you. I invite you to come closer and um, and hear me out. Um, my name is Tamika Michelle Newell, and I'm calling it again. Oh, wait. Let me turn this down so you can really catch what I'm trying to say. Have you ever been in a situation that is so bad that um, it's like you're still in a nightmare? And this goes on for years. Lots of time passed by. And then one day you're sitting or laying down and you come to a clarity that you're still waking up from this nightmare. What nightmare am I making reference to? Depression, 
I don't normally talk on this level because I'm a very positive person. And uh, I think some people have high expectations of me, especially myself, probably unrealistic ones. And um, anyone else feel me? I am an artist. I am an entrepreneur. What type of artistry do I do? Well, I entertain for this trip to Las Vegas lately. Um, and God's been making a way for me to make money and tips. Me and my cat does circus tricks on the strip, as well as me. I'm a hell of a drummer. And also, I also do photography. And I have been producing um, artwork um, as a photographer. And my work is, I have to say, stands up and speaks for itself. I had seen a, like a couple, they were selling merchandise on the strip yesterday and I was entertaining. I left so they could make their money because I drum and I was there before them. The point I'm making to you, I decided to leave. But also I have to tell you, it made me a little hungry to be a merchandiser again and produce more work and I'll get there. I have to tell myself one step at a time. So what am I talking about? Waking up from a nightmare. I don't know all of you, but when I say the word depression and how it affects the way you think and your perception, it's really amazing. Depression will have you withdraw from things that you normally love for years. Let me give you a small example. I was just laying here. Digging through my hair. One thing about depression is the first thing that seemed to go out the window is self-care. Don't know if you're aware of it, but it is. And there was a time in my life where I took far better care of myself. Now I wake up, I'm waking up and I'm, I'm like almost 20 years older. And I said to myself, what did I do to myself? How can I forget me? I'm digging through my hair because, see, I don't know about any of you. But when I go through my not taking care of me mode, the hair is one of the things I don't take care of. It be knots in my hair. I know it ain't right, y'all, okay? <clears throat> and I think, what happened to me? Why did I stop caring? I think I see all these beautiful people and how they take such good care of themselves. Self-care is like a part of their regular perception and, and everyday life. Me, my perception is not on that. You know, when I see like my hair have knots in it because I'm not taking care of it. I abandoned it, and this has been going on for a very long time for me. Um, I remember a time, my mind goes back, flip back. I was watching the infomercial today about a product, a hair dryer, whatever, whatever. I used to be so good at doing my hair, like basic stuff, like knowing how to, I have kinky, thick hair. that I basically, I don't do anything to it. Somehow I feel ashamed of me. I'm sorry, I'm getting choky, caught up. Um, 
in this I'm Awake podcast show, I want to explain a little bit more. When I'm digging through my hair, the knots and it hurt and, and scabs on my head, it hurts to get these knots out. What's it called? With, just going through my, it used to be a time in my life where I, I actually would do something every night to my hair to prepare for the next day. You ladies know what I'm saying. Now I have kinky hair, so I have natural hair. And when I had a, what I call a perm, when my scalp was really messed up, the point I'm making, it went natural to give my, my scalp a rest. And my hair stopped falling out of the way it used to, but I really don't even know how it's doing because I have a brush and a comb I have not utilized in a long time. And I'm ashamed to even admit that to you. But I, I want to speak on that because when we don't take care of ourselves, the world around us is like, it's a bit much for us to handle. It's like it's too much for us to handle. I don't know if I'm hitting any understanding out there with depression, but, oh, God, I'm so consumed with sorrow and pain and anguish. A prisoner of yesterday, to be frank and honest with you, um, and not living to the moment to the fullest. Life is a gift, correct? Life is a gift, and you're supposed to enjoy it well. With depression, it blocks that. Depression pulls all that joy, even though I'm happy that I'm growing as an individual. But I feel like I'm still waking up to the effects of depression. Depression will pull you, will tell you a whole bunch of things that ain't true about the life that you're living. It will tell you. Your perception is false. It's not as, it might be bad, but it's not as bad as you think it is. And not not like you're delusional. I'm not saying that. Mm, There's a part of me that says, kind of, you're not having like delusions, like, but your perception is not correct. Um, it's false, not all of it, but like, when you forget about yourself and dysfunction and be on autopilot, and then, well, you keep doing this for years like I've been doing. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, depression tells me things like one part of me would think I should take my own life. Because, see, y'all, you know, I don't have no kids and I don't have a husband. And, and I have to tell you, folks, I've been married before. Um, I'd rather be by myself than with someone who don't appreciate me. With someone who abused me, cause I've been there, baby, and that's the long, that's the loneliest shit, is when you're doing everything on your own, but being someone's dumbass for love. No, that's that's not a relationship. That's not a marriage. That's for some people, for some people, that's what they, what it is. But I refuse to be that. But I have to tell you, again, by myself, sometimes it's hard. But I'd rather be by myself to be with somebody who, well, don't love me. That's not love. That's pain. Love has to sacrifice, but not the whole damn time, okay? So, um, but being by myself sometimes and getting into my own head and not knowing who to trust, it's hard, 
I got friends, folks. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't. I have friends who actually love me, people who reach out to me all the time. And I ought to be grateful. But sometimes I admit, I think about falling myself in traffic all the time. And, um, whew, try not to cry. But anyone who knows me personally knows that I'm a very touchy-touchy, emotional type. And you know what depression told me? Uh, the biggest problem people have is clean, cleaning you up. You'd be a, a dirt spot in the road, you know? And that's, I mean, that's a, a sick, that's sick thinking. First of all, depression is not, shouldn't be something, I should let, I tell myself, shouldn't let it rule the way I think, but it rules a lot of shit in my life. And it also tells me that I need to start praying more. I know God loves me, and I do know he loves me. And he's giving me favor, it don't make sense all the time. Every day he does that. <laughs> And I'm grateful for that. And sometimes maybe I'm, I'm not as grateful, but I, sh- I'm grateful that He, care enough to have mercy upon me. With all that in mind, with all that at stake. I don't know every person that listens to my podcast show. Every person, I want to thank everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice at I'm Awake podcast show, and I speak about the effects of depression. And you being bold enough to listen to it, I have to commend you. So thank you. Welcome to Put Your Ear Closer. You are welcome to subscribe. Like I have been subscribed to my podcast show. Um, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe today. Any dollar amount, by the way. So let's continue. I talk about depression because um, I feel like that's something that we don't talk about enough. I don't talk about the effects of it. And, like, I'm literally picking knots out my hair because I'm not taking care of myself. Like, when a person's mindset, unfortunately, is wavering, should they throw themselves in the middle of traffic? I can't say throw myself over a bridge because I'm in Vegas. Ain't no water here. I mean, it is, but it isn't enough to drown you that I'm aware of. Um, like I live in, I hate to say it, states like New Jersey, because in Jersey it's beautiful. They have a lot of bridges, a lot of water. So, yeah, a lot of, the suicide rate is, I wouldn't say it's the highest there, but you know you live in somewhere different when there are signs on the bridge for 1-800-SUICIDE not to take your own life. And that's a national hotline. So if you're dealing with, with suicide, look, I can't tell you how to think, but maybe, maybe you should allow yourself to receive some counseling. Those counselors are very good. I've actually used them. So 1-800-SUICIDE is where you, it's free, toll free, 1-800-SUICIDE, national hotline. And then also, you know, you're in a different state when, now, I catch the bus. I'm just telling you my public transportation means. And um, when you're seeing the police over, like, literally on a bridge, you're going by on a public bus, and you're seeing divers with boats looking for a body because someone jumped, 
Yes, I got to see that. Yes, that shit's scary. Terrifying, matter of fact. You know that you don't know the person who did this, but they literally had divers looking for a person's body. <sighs> and this is in Jersey. I don't know exactly. Was it Camden? No, it was in Collingswood, New Jersey. And um, that's South Jersey, folks. The point I'm making is that's scary and sad at the same time. Scary because you don't know where someone's mind is at when they decide to commit to suicide. When they see no way out. They just, just... I don't know. Some people say it's a brave situation to kill yourself. Some people say it's a cowardly situation. I don't know if it was heart and mind. Don't have me judging. But um, it sounds tragic, you know? I just think about life as a gift, meaning a lot of folks die tragically. So with that in mind, I think it's important to honor it for yourselves at least. So, if you're dealing with depression, and you're still waking up from the effects of depression, get a line. You're not alone, by by the way, because I'm still waking up. I remember a time where I had two jobs, and I worked out, and I was younger, and used to sprint run. Yes, I did used to sprint run. I, the way I handled depression back then was... Eating a little bit and working out, meaning sprint running. And for some reason, it was good physical, mental, emotional, even spiritual therapy for me. So I'm trying to get back into it when my father passed away last year. My friend, my dad, my buddy, my homie, my hero. He wasn't perfect, y'all. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying he was... He was a good, he was my father. He was my daddy. You know, God is ultimately your daddy, but when he died, I wanted to die with him. I'm not going to lie with you. I started having um, real bad panic attacks and anxiety attacks. I know God is with me. Regardless of how much it hurts for that one parent that supported you to be gone. And the parent who didn't support you is still here, still not supporting you. Um, but like I've learned a long time ago, you can't base your happiness upon people being nice to you, being loving to you, being kind to you. Like you would think it would be something that's natural for your relatives to be that way. Some relatives, I have to say it. It's like they miss, like, their uh, humanity. Um, and this is towards their own families. These are not strangers. <laughs> um, it's true. Some people just... Ugh. And the saddest part about my, my mom, she, um, she's my mother. And I... But not a mother. Hope none of y'all have that going on in your life. Um, Cause it's it's complicated. I don't know who to talk to besides God. You know, I, I used to talk to my dad, but I can't talk to him no more. He's not here. 
he lived his life. And um, it was a blessing that he was even my dad, you know, because I look at all the things I know about him. And, well, I don't mean to go on and on, on about, I mean, missing my papa so much. But for some reason, it, it made me, like, hate life a little bit. Life hurt it a little bit more because he's not here. Um, and for some reason, it triggered me not like it triggered me to value my life because we don't know how long we got left here. I'm just saying. And suicide is not. A, I don't want to go to hell. I fear hell. Maybe I'm s- stupid in that, but I do. I fear hell, so I don't take my life. Even though I've had so many inspirations to take it, you don't even want to know. But ultimately, I make my own decision. And just like you, you make your own decision too. I'm awake. It's the name of this podcast show. Thank you. By now, you've been listening. And uh, here we go on on about how I feel like I'm just waking up. I feel like I need to get my hair done and do something with it and stop making excuses not take care of myself because um, I, I haven't been doing that. I look horrible. I look really bad. And I'm going to tell you something I seen yesterday and that I want to promise you I'm going to end this podcast show. You can leave your compliments and voicemails on this podcast show. I seen a guy yesterday. He resembled my brother. The only reason I knew what my brother, because the guy is shorter. My brother ain't short. He's 6'2", okay? Um, and my brother's bigger. My brother's a big boy. Don't you know I was scared when I seen this brother? I had to look at him twice. And I said, my brother ain't shrunk. And he, you know, stopped being a big guy. And um, I was literally scared. Because I didn't want to see my brother to see me where I was at. Me drumming on the strip of Las Vegas and my messed up clothes and a mess. You don't know my brother, folks. My big brother, my only brother. I think if he seen me now, he'd be ashamed of me. Even though the way they've treated me, they, meaning my brother, my sisters, my mom, reasons an S why I don't even ask them to help me or nothing like that because um, it would cost me my dignity. Catch me? And I was so terrified. I was my brother. I was literally holding myself, thinking that was him. I was that scared of him. And I'm like, I'm 41. I'm still scared of him. Yes, I am. And for the first time, I feared that not only would, because the guy who looked, his face was so like my brother's, um, he had like a like four or five other people with him, and um, I was fearing not only that was my brother, but that was my brother and his entourage or friends and associates. And I was afraid not only I shamed him, I shamed the family, I shamed his friends, because they just want to clown on me. And I'm living on, it's really hard. Really hard. Thank you again for listening to this podcast show. So 
I look forward to a life where I'm proud of myself. One day it's going to happen. I'm just going to tell myself, take the time, take better care of you. <sighs> One step at a time, stop, stop kicking yourself down. Because the world do it for you, by the way, if you had a need for that. <laughs> but depression tells you to kick yourself down. You're already down, stay down, you know? And um, I hope that um, your life is good. But just in case you have no small setbacks or even a big one, you're not alone. And um, I hope things get better for you. And if you're considering suicide, listen, I can't tell you how to think. But I don't want you to ever think you'll have a way out or let's try another option here. And I don't know what you're going through or all you are feeling. But I know that feeling. So I suggest you contact 1-800-SUICIDE. Because your life is worth living for. This is how I see it. If you are considering depression, you actually have a plan to take your own life. Then it becomes more real. Because trust me, I've thought about it, but... Somehow, I thank God I've been able to talk to you guys and y'all talk me right out of it. So, be around people who celebrate you, who congratulate you, not people who do the opposite. Like, you think about who you hang around with and who's your friends and associates, and if they're not celebrating you, they're they're doing the complete opposite. They're devaluing you. You don't deserve that. I just want to say that. Um, for anyone who's dealing with that, even if it's yourself. Um, and you all got to deal with yourself, right? So, long story short, find small ways, meaningful, meaningful, powerful ways to celebrate and love you and trust your own inner voice. Because at the end of the day, that's, what's, that's the voice that matters more than anybody else's. It's your inner voice. What do you say? What do you perceive? This has been I'm Awake 101 Podcast Show over and out. Mm-hmm.